Hey, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's a Tuesday night edition. Because of some scheduling issues, Bill, Sean, and Todd are joining us Tuesday night, so we're going to talk a little bit about the week that was and a little bit about the week that's coming. Let's meet the people. Bill, what's going on down in St. Pete? Not much. Just got back from a little road trip to Port St. Lucie. Mm. I, I got to travel across Highway 70 against through the middle of Florida, mm. let me tell you. There's two towns, and there's a bunch of dairies and sod farm, sod farms. Don't way. don't speed, right? Don't oh my god, a no, lot of no, trees, no, right? No tickets, no tickets, and uh, and then ended up down in Plantation today, which is uh, what 15 miles from Miami, and uh, then then had to hoof it home. So Alligator Alley all the way up to 75, 220 miles back home. So I feel like Sean. Like so, did you dog. leave this morning and come back today? No, I left yesterday. Okay, okay. Did, I stayed overnight in Plantation. Did the thing there, then drove back. So that's going to be the. East Coast trip. It'll be head out in the morning, get there, do a bunch of stuff, get a get a room in the next town, and then stay the night there and, and head back. So I will be a Marriott Gold member by the end of <laughs> pretty soon. Right on. Yeah. Just as we're recording this, Bill, because I, I, I was talking to someone. Um, tonight is my 976th night at a no Marriott property. Wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm coming up on 1,000 nights. Do with, you get something special for that? I know you'll post about I'm it. I'm not. I'm not sure, but it's. Uh, it's just one of those things I'll pay attention to. But I was. I was calculating over the last 10 years of my life, mm. two and a half years have been in a Marriott property. Wow. Wow. So she, are you titanium lifetime for that? I'm titanium lifetime. So the next, the only level above me, I think, is ambassador, and that's a hundred nights. And twenty thousand in dollars on the credit card, so I'd have to start paying Riley's oh, tuition shit. and stuff on the credit yeah. card, yeah, yeah. which involves you know paying extra fees and things like yeah. that. So, and what do you really get? By Just not that, sure that right? I get that much. Not, yeah. I don't think I get that much more, Todd. You're right. It's yeah, so, yeah. Okay. at that point, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So, Todd, uh, how about you, bud? What's going on? Um, I just looked up six hundred and fifteen, so I'm a little behind you. A little behind you, Sean. Okay. Um, wow. Very nice. nice. So, in all due respect to Cheryl Crow, is this the Tuesday night stare down club? Was that yes. A, was that one around? Oh, so you like that? Good, I'm good, here. I'm here all, all night. Uh, nothing, man. Business as usual. Got a big meeting. We're in a, are we in a wait? If we were all in a bar watching our car wash across the street, <laughs> that'd be even better. But here's the deal: no one <laughs> under 45 knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, good no, stuff. We have six listeners. So that's it's, true. That's true. It's all They're great. all over forty-five. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, good. Good week so far. Preparing for uh, got a got a, a big meeting in, in Birmingham on on Thursday. Ooh, um, heading out of state. No, no, Birmingham. Yes, you're right. Wow. I, I almost, I almost, Dang it. If you see Birmingham's in our territory, so I think I guess I think territory, right? Um, not state, but yes, I. It's a big big day, but uh, great weekend walking watching sports. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll dive right into it. Then. Awesome. Well, let's talk about this, guys. I'm in uh, I'm in Benton Harbor, Michigan, which is on the south let's see southwestern corner of Michigan. Uh, I played golf today on a great call. It's called Harbor Shores. It's Bill. It, was it I, right I, on the lake? Lake Michigan. Number seven goes up to the lake. Mm-hmm. Eight goes away, and then number nine T. We actually played from the the pro tees just so we could see you know the view from the lake. Uh, it's a Nicholas course. It's it's the host of the Senior PGA Championship. Awesome. Uh, it's it, it was a new course, and so in 12, 14, 16, 18, and coming up in the summer of next year, it will host the 2020 uh, PGA mm. Championship, Senior PGA Championship. Nice. Uh, kind of a quirky Nicholas course, you know, a lot of target golf, a lot of yep. – you know, I, I looked at Rock false fronts and like yeah. roll-offs on the greens. Yeah. I mean, the greens are unbelievable, Bill. Uh, you yeah. know, like seriously, like elephants buried under the you know yeah. 
Um, mm. Almost tricky to the point of silly. Crazy, yeah. Um, but uh, Rocco Media won the second year they played it. 2014, they have all the winners' cards up in the in the clubhouse. And his first day he played, he shot 29-32. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you can see the way, you know, the course is set up is kind of, you know, a lot of target hit to here and then hit to here. And yeah. if, you're, if your putter's on, uh, it, was, it was fun. And um, heading out to South Bend tomorrow to do Ari Bar Camp. Oh. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So who's who's running that one? Uh, I think Jim Vanis, and he's one of the sponsors, and a, a couple other people. I'm not sure who else is running it. I think it's the Indiana Association of Realtors will be the sponsor. So. Okay, cool. So you facilitating? I, I'm doing something. Yeah, I'm not sure what Good. at this Good. point, awesome. but yeah. So I'll, awesome. I'll fill you in on my, on my right home. But guys, let's talk. There's really only hey, three sh- things. Yeah, hey, Sean, real quick. Rocco yeah. won a tournament this last weekend. Did you know that? Did he really? <laughs> the senior yeah. event. Yeah, he won the senior that uh, you nice. said his name. But I knew it's just kind of weird that you uh, mentioned it. So go yeah, ahead. For go sure. For sure. Yeah. So really only three things we're going to talk about today, guys. Baseball, college football, and pro football. But let's just, you know, we're just because of scheduling, we couldn't really talk on Sunday. We couldn't talk last night. So we're almost into next week. But let's let's talk baseball because, Bill, we are in the last week of baseball. Mm. Mm. We're in the last week. And I know you're, there's some tensions are high in, in Tampa. Oh. But, boy, you guys are raking right now. Yeah, well, not enough though. I mean, it's, I'm looking at the scores tonight, right? So the, the the Rays are a half game up on Cleveland. The Rays are off Thursday. The the Indian, I'm sorry, the Indians play on Thursday. That's the difference. Um, but right now, the Indians are up eight nothing in the bottom of the third on the hapless mm. White Sox. And the of course the Rays are playing the Yankees, and they're tied one <laughs> one in the sixth. So but they have two that, they, they have if they can somehow if they can somehow pull that game out. Uh, that'd be yeah, huge. Looks like Stay Oakland. Looks like Oakland's gonna. They're one and a half up on on the yeah. Eastern well, if teams. They lose, if they lose, if they lose tonight, you know, and the Rays and the Rays win, they're only a half game out behind Oakland. So okay. wow. it's in there. They're playing later tonight. They're playing the uh, who's Oakland playing? They're playing the Angels. Okay. So we'll see. Right. But yeah, it's 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 a very exciting time, and the the NL's done. It's going to be Milwaukee and St. Louis. The Cubs just yeah, what Cubs a collapse. six what a in collapse. a row. Wow. They've lost six in a row, yeah, and the Brewers brutal. have won four in a row. Mm. Really, an, an epic collapse by Cubs. Yeah, I bad, mean, bad. Yeah, and I, I mean, I really don't think there's a way. I, I know there's four. I, I guess there's technically four games left, five games left, but um, I just don't see them catching the Brewers, right? No, because no, they're not. not a, they're they're not they're not playing no the Brewers, yeah. So they're no not chance. they're not mathematically eliminated. Them and the Mets. No, there's five games left, and they're down yeah. by four. So it's not mathematical, well, but it's as close the, as you Mets, can get. Yeah, but uh, everyone else says an E by their name eliminated. Yeah, so. yeah. They're yeah, on life sure. support for sure. Yeah. And so what you're going to see now, Bill, I mean, you know, once again, you as the longtime, especially National League baseball fan, you're going to see the Dodgers, the the uh, Astros, all the teams that are in. Completely changing their lineup now, bringing some call ups from AAA just for the last week of the season, getting some guys some major league exposure, but yeah. none of the starters. Everything's being set up for the playoffs now. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's it's perfect for them. Um, you know, the the two wild card teams obviously have to keep battling. Um, I'll take that back though. The, the Brewers, the Brewers and the Nationals can now set their starters. You're probably going to see Scherzer going against. You know, uh, I don't know who really the Brewers' ace is at this point. Jordan Lyles is pretty good. I'm trying to think of some of those pitchers, but um, yeah, they'll they'll set up their. Everyone can set up except for the uh, AL. The AL wild card. They're all battling down to the last. They got to get in, and we're going to see a couple of probably non 
aces going in yeah. the wild card game. And, and there and could once, be a playoff once again, game. Just, just to remind people that maybe don't pay attention too much to baseball, um, the wild card, you know, it's the top three teams are in. The top then four and five teams play one game, one game. to get into play on the road against the number one seed in the but, Yeah, division. there's a great there's a great chance that the, the Indians and Rays play a one game playoff. Yeah. Yeah, to get uh, into the wild card game so against right, the pre, pre, <laughs> which would probably be a Monday night game. Yeah, that's happened for before. a Wednesday mm-hmm. playoff mm-hmm. game, and then the other yeah. the other wild card game would be on Tuesday yeah. for a Thursday start. Yeah, and, so and it, they'll get the honor of then going off to face you know the Astros, <laughs> or and you know which is brutal. And same thing in the National League, they get the honor of going to face yeah. the Dodgers. You know, both yeah. near you get, you, know, you get to play Kershaw teams. or you get to play Verlander in their home right. stadium on like right. nine days rest. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a good season, and it's you know once again, but it, it, it's just kind of um, as we talk about a lot. Every game comes down to these this week, and so you go back to that those teams that are four, three, four, two. You know the Mets. Mm. Let's say you can go mm. back and probably find fifteen games that they blew it from inning seven on, or right? fifteen, 15 games that they, that they came back and yeah. won. I think yeah. it balances out, right? It's, it's like that golfer, right, Sean? How many you hit that horrible mm-hmm. shot, but you make that twenty foot out of nowhere, twenty yeah. foot out of nowhere, and you're yeah. like, you, 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 you forget the, out, right? you forget the bad breaks, yeah, you know? for sure, or you yeah. forget the good breaks, yeah. So for watching sure. the uh, watching the Braves clinch, it's it's always fun to watch your team clinch. But so they're in the locker room spraying beer, champagne, wearing the ski goggles, um, like yeah. they always do. And, I want to uh, I want to I want to stop you for a second. Okay. I want to ban ski goggles from that celebration. <laughs> right? I think that's bullshit. It's such a millennial is, pussy. In fact, is it it's exactly. such a pussy move, No, it's, right? been, it's yeah. been around for a while. It's been no, around for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's yeah. bullshit. I think they need to be outlawed. They need this. They need to have stinging that burning sensation <laughs> in their eyes like that like everybody else did. This is grumpy old Bill telling <laughs> so, you. Yeah. F you the goggles. The pool table at the Bill, table either, right? Hey, I I'm going to start a website <laughs> called F the goggles and I'm going to sell merch there. T-shirts <laughs> that say F the goggles. And then the players will start wearing them. Yes. Yeah, it'll be great. But, but think, there's probably some scientist right now figuring out how White Claw cannot burn eyes. <laughs> so, so it was really cool. Um, hey, really I have cool. a case of White Claw in the house. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tug. No, no, you're fine. I'm, I'm, White Claw is the, the new Zima, right, Sean? Right? Yep, hey, who's, exactly. the, who's the toddler that fell in the well in Texas? Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Samantha Smart? No. no. Elizabeth no, Smart? No, no, not Amy Smart. Um, Elizabeth Smart was someone who was kidnapped, yeah, right? Samantha Fox? Not, no, I'm just kidding. No. Why, where are we going with this? Do not know. <laughs> She's my, trying to my, help. My, my trivia team is is, is reaching oh, out to me. Yes. shoot. I do we have time to Google it? No, probably How much time do they have? I don't know. Well, baby. So getting back, um, it was cool, Sean, to watch Jeff Francoeur interview Brian McCann. October 1987, Bill. Hold on. <laughs> it's coming up. Jessica McClure. Jessica McClure. No? Yeah, know. that's it. Okay. Jessica McClure Morales fell into a well in her aunt's backyard in Midland, Texas. Is it? But it's Jessica, Jessica McClure. All right. That's what I've, I've submitted that for my team. Okay. For, the, for, for, our listener, for our listeners, I was earlier tonight was on a trivia, 80s trivia night uh, team, and we were in first place when I had to leave to record the stare down for you, our, our loyal listeners. All right. And, uh, so where so are we? We're, we're, so ba- we're, we're done with baseball. What are we going next? <laughs> let's go. Let's go pro. Let's end with college. Right. Let's go okay. pro. Um, where do you want to start, guys? Because we can start with the three and O teams. We can start with the own three teams. We can start with the teams that were a lot of hype, like the Browns. That are. How about not we start really... with the we start with the fantasy football league we're in, Sean? Oh, hey, how about that, Bill? <laughs> Someone had a how good week. That? 
Oh, someone had a good week. The guy that's laughing right now. Mm. <laughs> I had a good week. Beat me Sorry. by three like points or whatever, but whatever. It came down to the last <laughs> ever. You know, the, the last <laughs> night you you had some guys on the uh, on the Rams. I had I had the Cleveland defense. You had Nick Chubb. Yep. Nick Chubb scored a touchdown at the end, but it got called back because of a holding call. And I right. thought that was going to put you over the edge. And then, lo and behold, the loss by the Browns defense actually yep. was the difference. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we talk about that finish? Um, if you want um, the Browns to cover and maybe for the over to occur. Um, <laughs> first and goal on the three. And they throw it all and three they times. threw it four times, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, wouldn't you, at first going through, wouldn't you just run it? All their timeouts, they had all the time in the world. Wouldn't you just say, if we can't get three yards, we're going to run it? T- Todd, on the previous drive, it was fourth and nine, and Freddie Kitchen had a run play. And they yes. ran that one, but they wouldn't run it first to go on the three with like a minute 47 yeah. left, all their timeouts. So, wow. Yeah, Crazy. They, Craziness, they right? Had, they had a little issue there. A little issue. But uh, Same old Browns. Same old Browns. The one and two Browns. Yeah. Not bad. So who else you want to talk about? How about uh, he's answering? How about, how about, how, how about Jacoby Brissett? Wow, yeah, yes. not bad, huh? A- Andrew, Andrew, who? Right, <laughs> exactly. Seven, right. seven touchdowns, one pick. Looks good. Looks like he knows what he's doing. Colts leading the the uh, AFC Central, right? Yeah, two and one, <laughs> doing great. And who else is gonna? You know, well, well, I mean the Houston. Uh, I mean you got the Houston uh, Texans to worry about there, but that's probably about it. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun to see. What else? How about the three and 49ers? Who'd have figured that? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and, and, and they beat the Steelers, which is sweet. And I'm Steelers not, are 0-3. not a Steeler. Yeah, they're, they're, they 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 could go. They can go four and twelve this year. They're that mm. bad. Yeah, think about it. You 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 can't, you can't lose. You can't lose Bell Brown and Roethlisberger. You can't lose all three of them. Forget yeah. it. There's just not. There's not yeah. a replacement. Look, let's just look at that. Let's stick with the AFC North for a second. Um, Cleveland, you know, came out of the the summer as as kind of the darling to, to sure. make it to the playoffs. And sure. meanwhile, uh, Lamar Jackson led Baltimore Ravens three and O uh, two and a half game lead in that division uh, with the Browns at mm. one and two, the Steelers at zero and three and the Bengals at zero and three. Yeah. Baltimore's two and one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. They're two and one. Yeah. They lost, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they lost the shootout to Kansas city. Right. Um, so, so you're, you're correct. Todd. Thank you for saying that. Um, mm. But um, they've scored, gosh, how many points have they scored? Look, about the, look the at Colts? the points for the, the Ravens for the, for the Ravens and the points scored. And how about how about for the how about for the Chiefs? Uh, oh, they're something? crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, one hundred one, of, one yeah. ten versus one hundred one. Yeah, just just call him Hall of Famer Pat Mahomes. Or, yeah, he's pretty darn you know, good, isn't he? He's amazing, right? It's a video game, really. Yeah, he's amazing. So um, and Lamar Jackson, you know, has, has done the same thing. Um, yeah, I thought last night's game was pretty eye opening. The <laughs> I don't know if that's because the Redskins were just dreadful. Or, look, the Bears' defense is really good. I mean, Khalil Mack and that defense, ha-ha Clinton Dix with two pickoffs, um, they're just swarming. Yeah, they're a great defense. And I think um, Case Keenum, who was the coach? Who's the coach at the uh, Skins? John Gruden, right? Or John Gruden. Yeah, John, yeah. You know, his, his Jay Gruden. His Jay Gruden. Gruden. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. Yep. So yeah. Gruden, got, I heard Gruden on the radio today say something pretty important. He said, look. He goes, I'm sticking with Case Keenum. He goes, we got a whole new offense in there. We got a whole new cast of characters, and it ain't fair to rate him based on a whole lot of other mistakes that are happening as well. Right. And he said, he said, so we're sticking with him. And I thought that's pretty good because they got they got uh, Haskins sitting back there, supposedly just running the scout team, and they're not even thinking he's like the third string. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they want Colt McCoy healthy. They'll put, they'll throw him in there before they even think about starting Haskins. So yeah. they they yeah. want to they want to bring great, him up the right a great way. player, but just not you know not not um, not. We throw him throw him in there behind an just, offense that's not firing in all cylinders. He's yes, going to get hammered. Exactly hammered. Exactly. So, yeah. And I think you know once again they 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 kind of just hit the buzzsaw where. You know, Keenan made some bad plays, made some clearly bad throws. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the yeah. game that really jumped out to me, guys, that I just was, I don't know if I was impressed or surprised, was the Saints with Teddy Bridgewater going into Seattle and almost manhandling them. I mean, they, they really, they, they dominated that game for three quarters. Um, yeah, Seattle's first loss at home in September since uh, Pete's been there. Really? Uh, yeah, he'd never lost a September home game. Oh my god! He was, he a, was fifteen and zero <laughs> home games in September. That is that's a, I I did not know that. That's really yeah, that's impressive. a great stat. Dalvin so, yeah. Dalvin Cook looking really good as running back for the Vikings. Uh, yeah, a lot of lot of yards going up for him. Um, Saquon oh, Barkley, ouch for some guy who had him on his team in another league. Six weeks done at least. Yeah, yeah, at least six weeks. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Hey, how about this though? AFC East, two teams three and zero. One you'd expect, right? Yeah, I can't wait for that big uh, Bills Patriots showdown. How about, the, how about the Bills? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Come on, Todd, you're Bills Mafia, aren't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I root for the Bills, um, and I think it's great that the third, you know, absolutely great. But um, are they ready to compete with the New Englands? We'll see. Mm-hmm. I think the schedule has been pretty friendly so far. But that said, you play who you play. They're three zero. Um, and put themselves in a good position. Oh, look, and, uh, they play this Sunday at one o'clock. The Patriots at the Bills. Hmm. That'll be interesting. Awesome. It's what you call a litmus test, right? How good are yeah. you? Yeah. How about how big is the spread? You see the Chargers, uh, uh, a road favorite in Miami, sixteen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, on the road, the spreads have been ridiculously big, and um, especially with the Chargers traveling across country, they traditionally are horrible doing that. Right. They still are a sixteen-point favorite against the Dolphins. So the Bills so, are seven-point dogs at home, which that's a that's a big number. But it's probably I'd say it's fair, right? I okay, mean, yeah, probably right. I mean, New England's firing at all cylinders. Their receivers, uh, it, they just plug them in, don't they? It's crazy when someone oh, gets by, there, they just plug them in. Yeah, bye week already for the for the uh, Jets and the Niners. Early bye week that how, hurts. How about this for respect? The Colts, wow. the Colts giving seven against the Raiders. We're talking about <laughs> yeah, the Colts. I mean, they're giving yeah. seven points. That's 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 pretty. Is that in, that's it? Is that a home game for them? That is. Um, yeah, yeah. And the Rams giving nine and a half to your to your Bucks. So that's yeah, another, another big that's number a, that, out so. in L.A. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You, know, you know, Todd, who's kind of become a out of its media darling from a partly troll standpoint, but also partly just it's fun to watch. How about Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville? <laughs> he's uh, just yeah, yeah. He's quirky. He he wears the uh, kind of the Joe Namath throwback outfits to his games you see he was up at the wazoo game he was up at the wazoo game wearing his That's jorts awesome. did you see that yeah. he, he, he cut, cut him himself, himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and we'll talk about that game in a little bit but you know just um jacksonville i think has some excitement about around them doesn't uh, he kind of remind you of like a jim mcmahon um, he does a lot of character like, Right. Yes. Yes. Jimmy, how, about, how about a Joe Willie? If you want to go way back. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I, just I dropped this crazy. Joe yeah. Maybe awesome. with not all the talent in the world, but enough talent no. and a likable yeah. guy, where guys are going to rally around him and, and play yeah. hard. Right. Yeah, he, I, 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 I like him. Yeah, so guys, I do let, too. Let, let's look yeah. ahead. We got two days from now as we record this. As, as our listeners, it's, it's tomorrow night. Um, t- Thursday is Philadelphia versus Green Bay. Philly is one and two. 
Yeah. Um, this is a team that, that you know, it's funny. Um, and Todd, I was going to text you because I thought the, the essence of it, and Bill, I almost made my video about this. Uh, as I was driving up to Detroit on uh, <clears throat> Sunday afternoon, I got done listening to some podcasts. I was close enough to Detroit to not start a new podcast, so I decided to just jump on listening to some NFL, and I found the Detroit Lions broadcast. They're playing at Philly. They're undefeated, by the way, 201. Lomas Brown, Todd, is a former Gator, um, is the color guy for the Detroit football broadcast. Such a – so cool to listen to NFL football for a game you don't care about on on radio. Mm -hmm. You know, literally every, like, time they come back, they're like, the Lions are moving left to right in your radio dial, which I think is one of my favorite things when when you're envisioning the game. When they tell you which direction they're moving. And then they tell you who's who's in motion coming to the bottom of your radio. You know, like it is, it's so cool. But just that the setup of that game. But then obviously, you know, t- Philadelphia had a chance to win at the end, and and the Detroit Lions stuck them. Philadelphia has a chance of playing at Green Bay to start one and three. Hmm. Green Green Bay's legit. They're three and zero. I we I think we may have mentioned. I noticed especially in baseball, but. Radio commentary is so much more skilled than television, right? Because you mm-hmm. you have to paint the picture, and I think baseball there's more time to fill. But I I, I totally agree 100 percent what you're saying about them kind of letting you know what's going on and, and having a visual. It's pretty, it's it's a it's a skill to do it well. Um, so yeah, Green Phil- Bay, watch out for Green Bay. Philadelphia loses that game. Obviously, Dallas has a chance at New Orleans on the Sunday night game. What a game that'll be, huh? To, to start. Four and uh, Bill, your your Tampa Bay got a chance to see the Daniel Jones hmm. project started. Yeah, and that was a bad loss. Yeah, that um, was re- really bad. Was that- really, especially with Barkley going out of the game so early, you had to think, okay, here we go. And Daniel Jones, man, um, just lit him up. Was that kick to tie up. or to win the one Tampa Bay missed? Um, no, no, they the kick was missed earlier, right? I thought they missed like. He missed his first his first extra point. He missed it was six nothing. Okay. At one point, so that's where that point came from. Okay. Right. I don't think it was a game ender or something at the end. Okay, I misunderstood yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure because I didn't see the end of the game. I was I can't remember what I was doing. It was Sunday, right? Yeah. I'll do a little we, research. We, we we were on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a boat when that game ended. <laughs> so that was because Kev was in town. So. Other games of note on Sunday that we want to pay attention to. Obviously, Bill, you kind of teased it. New England, Buffalo, both mm. those teams three and zero. Obviously, you know, not a huge edge for four games in the season. But one of those teams, especially if it's Buffalo, can win at home and just get a little momentum, and you know, for a slimmer of a of a, of a week, be in first place in the AFC East. Um, pretty until pretty, the, pretty until the Patriots lose. That's you know. That's yeah. Alabama, right? Until they lose, you got to give them the nod. I agree. I agree. But, but it's but, in Buffalo, know, right? As so. you know, if if Buffalo can somehow beat them, you know they have to, you know, almost like in tennis, right? You have to hold serve. And if Josh Allen's the difference, though. Any second year, feeling more comfortable. Um, yeah, they're they're a pretty fun team to watch, and that that game should be on um, in most wow. markets that don't have a competing game. I would, I would think right. for sure right. another another one o'clock game, which is two undefeated teams. That's Kansas City playing at Detroit. Uh, Detroit has, you know, once again played. Look, they played on the road against Philadelphia. They 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 tied Arizona, but Kansas City, Detroit's defense is going to be on the spotlight in that game because mm-hmm. you know they're going to have to score probably fourteen to twenty one points with Stafford. 
but Kansas City just once again, Mahomes just <laughs> firing on all yeah. cylinders. Over um, under fifty four. Is that what it is? Oh, that's a lot for a. That's a lot for a pro game, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Washington, New York. That's and the overs aren't hitting yet, Bill. I'll tell you that. Washington, <laughs> Washington, New York. Pay, I think. Pay, pay attention to that game. Washington, New York. I believe, if I'm if I'm correct, this is Washington's third conference or divisional game. If they hmm. lose that game, that's a loser go home loser go home game. That's a zero and three team versus a one and two team. If yeah. Washington loses that game, they, they're that they're zero and three. Not just they're zero three in the division. And zero and four, yeah. Zero and four. Only we only we all know. I think two zero and four teams have made the playoffs. So. Uh, I was going to say one, but yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. give you two. It's death. It's almost. And, I know one of them. It was like I say, every time it was the Chargers. Yeah. Next game on the schedule, a bit a bitter rival from a Cleveland standpoint. Cleveland plays at Baltimore. Baltimore three wow. zero. Mm. Cleveland one and two. Listen, mm. Cleveland with all the love and hype they got with Baker Mayfield and and Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry and all the guys they have, they. They could start one and three, and and I, I was watching this. Their schedule, the AFC East picked up the NFC West, which at at mm. first didn't look too bad. But you got the Rams, you got the Saints, or I'm sorry, you got the Seahawks, you have the 49ers, mm. and you have a pretty exciting, you know, Kyler Murray led Arizona team. Boy, Cleveland. They might not make the playoffs. Yeah, they get the Niners Monday night next week. Uh, yeah, the week so they, after they this got Baltimore, before, so. then the Niners, <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. I think and shortly after that they go to so uh, Seattle. They have so, Baltimore mm-hmm. Niners Seahawks, then at Patriots. <laughs> right. Oh wow! Then at I mean, Broncos, with, at Broncos reprieve. Um, home versus the Bills. Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers. So that's maybe a comeback trail for them. There a little you bit. go. There's three wins. <laughs> Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. So. I think it's going to be tough early and maybe soften late. So don't don't maybe give up if you're a yeah. A but but you know the I guess you know Todd, you've seen it in other sports. You get such high expectations, and then mm. the, the the media, the the team. You know, you start having these quotes in the in the press conferences. The coach is under pressure. Uh, and, just, and forget a, forget media. Now you have social media to compound that, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's not just the media. It's it's everyone with the with a voice, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. hey, good, good, a good late, a good late Sunday game. Minnesota, Chicago. Uh, mm, you know, yeah. boy, Minnesota looking good. Minnesota, uh, like I said, Dalvin Cook. They're they're scoring a ton of points. They're putting mm. up tons of yardage. And Chicago is easily one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. Their their one loss was ten seven to Green Bay on the road. Wow. So, they're, yeah, they're good. Wow. And then a dud. What a dud of a Monday night game. 0-3 Cincinnati versus 0-3 Pittsburgh. Holy crap. What <laughs> well, a preseason. Crap. That looked good preseason, didn't it? What a crap sandwich that well, one is. The holy guacamole <laughs> crap bowl. Monday night. Yeah, that's not good. So Dang, any, anything else from the mm-hmm. NFL guys that you want to chat about? Otherwise, no, well, let's finish no. up with college because college is getting juicy. <laughs> college. Uh, Todd, let's turn it to you, babe. Where, where, where do you want to start in in college football because there's so many good stories. We, we can just go down the, the rankings and talk about so, the games from last week. So I want to start um, uh, with Florida, but I would remiss to not lead off with the UCLA-Washington State game. I think <laughs> I think you have to lead with that one. And then we Hashtag can... Pac-12 after dark, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, you know this. It was 42-17. 49-17. With seven minutes left in the third quarter? 
49-17. Think of that deficit. 30, say what you want about UCLA. Say what you want about Chip Kelly. They must have just no memory, no conscious. I mean, who doesn't give up when you're down 49-17? So as bad as a job as you could argue they're doing, I mean, God, they got those kids to fight, and they're kids, right? <laughs> and keep playing and finish the game, and they end up winning. That was – go ahead, Sean, on that one. That Todd, how about this? The Arizona or the uh, Washington State quarterback yep. threw nine touchdown passes. Yep, nine <laughs> nine touchdown passes, and they lost. How do you? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I watched college football final, which I love to watch on Sunday mornings on ESPNU um, with um, Jesse Palmer and who's the old Ohio State uh, receiver Galloway. Joey Galloway. Galloway. Yeah, Joey yeah. Galloway. Yeah. And the host, which I just can't remember his name, but Matt great. Bryant, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great show and it's an hour, so you wake up and, and get get all the highlights. But they were saying how gassed the Washington State defense was. Yeah, because they didn't run the ball. They, the, didn't, they didn't run the ball. Wasn't UCLA's defense just as gassed, right? I mean, yes. like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, that's just a game for the ages. And it was only the third biggest comeback in uh NCAA history. So, and, so let's and so who 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 was awake at two thirty to see the final? I, I was I got for college football final, right? I, I didn't I was, see any of that. I was not, Bill, but it's funny because as I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I do is I usually, usually check Twitter. And like literally 15 of my top Boom, right? 20 yeah. tweets yeah. were hashtag Pac-12 after dark. It right. was unbelievable. Sam DeBoer and Sean Simpson and just the guys that were up yeah. late watching either because they have money on the games or, 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 they, live on the West or they live on the West Coast. If there was a um, night for insomnia on the East Coast, coast that let's, would have been let's go chronologically, though, because I, I want to hit on a bill. I, I you know Once again, I, I know from a long part of your life living out there, Utah was the bell cow of the Pac-12, and they were really almost now – with Washington losing early to Cal, we're kind of saying like, well, Utah flavor is the, of the week. They're the flavor of the, the week. Flavor right? of the week, and they yeah. lose to Keaton Covet, Keaton Slovis, and UCLA. Wow. Um, no USC, and, right? USC or USC, yep. and uh, just a uh, you know thirty twenty three. Yep, tenth ranked Utah, right? Yeah, done. There yeah. goes any shot at the playoffs again for the Pac twelve. Well, or you know, Oregon, maybe and Washington, Oregon, maybe you know, get yeah. out. Of here. You know what's going to happen? Look, Cal, they're going to they're going to cannibalize each other. The Cal needs run the table. But yeah. yeah, you're right. Hey, they're, 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 oh. Let's just stop and let's just stop and wait a second. This is a perfect example of how good good these coaches are. Right? You're down to your third Clay Helton. He's down his third string quarterback. Right. There's talks that Urban Meyer is going to come out of retirement and take his job. And he is just living in a bubble like all good coaches do. Yeah. Doesn't listen to the noise and gets these guys ready. Um, it's just, I, I'm impressed. Uh, tough loss for Utah, but what an impressive victory for USC. I think the victory outweighs the, uh, outweighs the loss, if, if that makes any sense. I mean, what a great, yeah. great victory yeah. for USC. In chronological order, another Friday night win that didn't mean much on Friday night, but all of a sudden, based on Saturday's results, is huge. Boise State yep. wins over Air Force, goes to 4-0, and they are the group of five favorite now with UCF's yep. loss at Pitt, right. which was huge, Bill. And I'm sure you probably, once again, as, as the bandwagon mean, flag mean, waver uh, of UCF. You mean new, new national champion Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't throw out some tweets about that. You know, we're, we're honored to take the crown from, okay. from UCF and be the new national yeah. champion. <laughs> If we're going to talk about the game later, I have a comment. If we're going to brush, no, over. let's talk about it now because because I, I it it ties in with Boise State. You know, Boise State and UCF were kind of the media darlings of who, which of that group of five team can can win out, yeah. and at least make an argument. 
to be in a you know in a New Year's Day bowl game and or possibly if if you know I mean once again guys we're looking at an SEC where the the champion could have one loss. So, um, so there's so many know. facets to this game that's that's unbelievable. First of all, it, it proves the argument. I know it's a, a limited um, um, uh, scope, but it proves the argument of what people said last year to UCF fans. If you play tough games week after week after week, you're gonna there's a better possibility of stumbling than sure. if you play one good game a year and you run the table. So Stanford was a huge game from last week, and they have to follow up to a, a not so bad pit team, right? Especially uh, they got out on them early, man. especially were, on the road. So that again, Bill, yeah. you, you make my make my point yeah. well. They get on them early, but what impressed me about UCF was yep. is they didn't flinch, right? No, they, they took battled a, back, took advantage of twenty-one down, yeah. And came back, and then they went up by what ten? Yeah. And, and for Pitt to come back, they were in that trick play on fourth um, to get it. As bad as I bashed on UCF, and I I root against them. I mean, there is respect there, and it's not the program; it's the way they react to their situation and throwing themselves parade. That's the stuff which kind of taints you. But they didn't give up this game. They actually went uh, up by a lot. Um, so hats off to both, um, both teams. And one thing I'd be remiss, but it makes no sense to me that Pitt fans are chanting overrated after the game. Like, <laughs> right. You, you yeah. want them to be as high rated as possible because you beat them. Like, I don't yeah. think they understand the Duke NC concept of overrated in basketball where it started, where, you know, anyway, I always yeah. laugh. I always laugh. At yeah. That, so that, that, that is fine. But once again, that's just fans look, 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 looking for something to chant. Right. Yeah. Um, let's run through the top twenty. Let's run through the top twenty-five. Just thoughts on the teams. Um, Clemson wins big over Charlotte. I, I saw a great quote by Joel Klatt, who who does kind of play-by-play for Fox. So now, once again, put it in perspective. They do the Big Ten games. They do the Pac-12 games. Um, but he did make a great a great statement saying, if you just use the eyeball test mm-hmm. this year alone, would anyone say Clemson's the best team in the country? And I think. Most people wouldn't, and he and his and his final part of his tweet was preseason polls suck because it it's become so tradition based, I guess, Bill and Todd, that whoever won last year becomes number one this year, and then you put you know obviously you put Alabama number two and you know Georgia and you know but then when you look at how they play, Clemson has not looked like the flat out number one dominant number one team. There's other teams, LSU. Uh, probably number one would be, you know, this year, if you look strictly at this year alone. So Clemson wins big, Alabama wins big. How about, how about Tua's numbers? Mm. No, I know you, you always watch his numbers. 17 of 21. He threw more touchdown passes than he threw interceptions (laughs) or than he threw incompletions. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, just unbelievable. Now they played Southern Miss. So they win big. Let's talk about the game in Athens, Todd. You, I'm sure you went you went to a special party for that game. <laughs> you you living what 95 to to 120 minutes away from Athens. Um, I think we learned more about Notre Dame in that game than we learned about Georgia. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. Um, yeah, it's a great game, right? Um, Notre Dame. It was, a, it, it was a great game. It really Notre, was. A great Notre game. Dame's yeah. big. They are big. Their line is big. Their defense line is big. And they're not slow. They're not, they're not big slow. slow. Um, they have two tight ends that are like Gronk, uh, uh, doppelgangers, yes. right? I mean, it's just <laughs> crazy. So that said, um, I think Notre Dame played well. Um, but if you really break down the game, um, 
A muff pump by Georgia really kept the, the, the score tighter than maybe it should have been. But Notre Dame's got to take advantage of that. They did. But it was a quality win from, uh, from Georgia. Um, but, yeah, just a good game. I don't necessarily think – I would have thought it was an elimination game. But watching them play, I think Notre Dame may be better than, than we give them credit. Yeah, um, then in years past when they have had these tests and have just been demolished, right? Look, Notre Dame, Notre Dame has a schedule still where they could, once again, a lot of people are saying they can hang around the chicken coop. Well, USC so game's big, bigger they now. Play, they play USC, right? they play Michigan, yep. they play, they play uh, uh, Michigan. Stanford. Michigan. We'll get there. We'll get there. I know we will. We'll get there. But once again, those become all those trap games that, yeah. you know, a Michigan team needs a win. Yep. Um, Notre Dame, look, Ian Book didn't play great, but Ian Book outperformed in the stats category Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm had some amazing passes. That's that not unusual, Cager, though, yeah. That, that Cager kid is unbelievable. I really like him. I, I thought, I thought, Todd, just watching the game as an SEC fan, I thought Kirby Smart um, maybe overthought the game and didn't put the ball in DeAndre Swift's hands enough. He only had 18 carries for 98 yards. Now, part of that is because Notre Dame's defensive line was unbelievable. But yeah. I felt DeAndre Swift, as good as he is, needed to have the ball in his hands more. Probably 25 touches, you know, just to try and, you know, I think the longest run he had was maybe 11 yards. Yeah, you see him hurdle that one guy? Uh, he's, he's a stud, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's really good. But Swift is once, good. They got, they got two or three behind him that are really good. It um, comes down to yeah. – I mean, tell me, Todd, you, you didn't watch that game and at the end, the fourth quarter. Notre Dame's got the ball fourth down, and you're thinking, okay, this is what – this is what Notre Dame magic is. They're gonna they're gonna somehow find a way to. And there was there was no pass interference called on the, on that last play. Georgia hangs on to win. I mean, it, it was a it was. I think a lot of people went into that game, especially a lot of the south southeastern fans, thinking Georgia was gonna blow doors on Notre Dame. So maybe not blow, to, maybe not blow doors, but what I don't was what was the line, Todd? Fourteen and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe not blow doors, but I don't think anyone was scared of the the line of fourteen and a half. So it was definitely closer than anticipated. Um, so yeah, just I think if the game was in Notre Dame, kind of like the Boston Garden, you would have felt that magic coming. But uh, to play in Athens on on a Saturday night is is, is tough. I I, wouldn't, yeah. I wasn't feeling the magic happening, but just a good game, just solid, good two yeah. top ten teams, good game, real good. Game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, n- next game up on the top ten, uh, LSU. Ooh. Uh, it dropped 66 on Vanderbilt. It's Vanderbilt. Now, here's the thing I, I take from this game. They gave up 38 points. Um, Joe Burrow is kind of the darling now, I think, of the uh, sports media. Uh, you know, the new Joe Brady mm-hmm. offensive coordinator position from from the Saints. He throws for 20, 25 of 34 for 398, six touchdowns. Um, but they gave up 38 points to Vandy. So they're going to need to figure that out. They still have to play Auburn, AM, Alabama, Mississippi State. Yeah, and as far as Joe Burrow being the darling, um, he's got an edge to him that I think is being ignored. I mean, there's there is video of him over at the over at the Vanderbilt sideline talking smack, and then afterwards they asked him what he said, and he gave some answer of, oh, I was complimenting him how good they were. And the first thing I thought, and I think it was on social media, Felipe Franks got punished for would be punished for doing the same thing right so advantage being the darling of the media maybe right i'm not saying he's a bad guy but he definitely has an edge to him that i think likes to be maybe ignored or maybe my perception likes to be ignored yeah i agree any thoughts on lsu 
No, just um, I was just looking. They gave up 20, 21 of those points in the second half. Do you think were they kind of guys? Yeah, really. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. part. That's part of that. Of course, yeah, probably. So. I mean, once again, the numbers. <clears throat> once again, when you sadly the way we talk on this podcast is the way a lot of Heisman voters and a lot of um, yeah. draft poll voters. You know, they, oh, they won thirty-one to fourteen. That wasn't very impressive. I'll drop them down. Um, Ohio yeah. State. I'm telling you guys, they're they're just on the outskirts enough. Ohio State and Oklahoma, I think, are those two perfect spots because they're behind these three SEC darlings, LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. Um, Ohio State goes down surprisingly five nothing to Miami of Ohio. <laughs> weird, right? It's weird. And, and then drops se- drop seventy six unanswered on them. Um, it was like fifty in the second quarter. It was uh, they scored eight nine touchdowns in the yeah, second Justin, quarter. Justin crazy. Fields had six six touchdowns, two Can, four passes. Continues to impress, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, in the in, in his, I mean, Todd. I mean, uh, I mean, I I know him in their backyard, but man, the, the stable of 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 pass catchers that Ohio State has, and and then when I watch the NFL games this week, and I see all these players that left Ohio State in the last two years catching passes in the NFL, it's unbelievable how good they are. Think who and left? They, uh, think who left Georgia? Justin Fields and Jacob Eason. I mean, those are yeah. Jacob Eason yeah. will be playing on Sundays for sure. I mean, he's oh, just yeah. And typical. Fields, yeah, yeah. So. Justin Fields goes fourteen of twenty-one, two twenty-three, four touchdowns in just basically a quarter and a half. Um, let's talk about Auburn A and M because that that was the game I watched. That was an unbelievable, just a great SEC game. Um, Auburn goes in; they've lost six in a row in the state of Texas. They they finally win. Um, they were really up big. It, it came back to be a close game in that, but boy, I thought Bo Nix. Uh, looked good. Kellen Mond had more yards because they were throwing a lot at the end, trying to come back. But you know, Todd, we are we're a week away. Florida plays Towson, and mm-hmm. Auburn plays at Mississippi State, I believe. But we're a week away from game day being in Gainesville for the Auburn Florida game. Well, I got a question for both you, but I'll ask Bill: Has anyone have uh, does anyone have a better resume than Auburn with their three no, four no start? I mean, they beat Oregon, they beat uh, Texas A&M, and I'm trying to remember who the other win is. But so we 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 we're quick to talk LSU, Alabama, and Georgia. Auburn right now is pretty pretty darn good, right? Yeah, where's Shea? Shea? <laughs> right, exactly. Shea? Exactly. <laughs> Shea? Shea? Todd, Some, they, someone thought a war eagle cry they, for They him. beat, I believe, Tulane, and they beat someone else at home. So they got kind of two games they should have won. Um, once again, but they, they still, once again, they still have to play not just LSU, Mississippi State. Oh, they got, they got a big test. They got to play Florida and they got to play Georgia. They play at Georgia. So, you know, a huge test, but once again, Bo Nix kind of answering all those questions and it'll be interesting to see how they face up because the next team we're going to talk about is is number nine ranked Florida. Um, look, I'll, I'll agree with a lot of the national trolls that say Florida doesn't deserve a number nine ranking. But once again, when you, when you say here's, here's their resume, here's who they are. Um, I don't know who you put above them. You know, you look at the teams that maybe Wisconsin could, could deserve to be above them, but Florida goes in and beats a Tennessee team that they should have beaten. They beat him pretty good and they beat him with a backup quarterback, Kyle Trask. And let's just talk no, for a second. Time no, they beat the starting quarterback, Kyle Trask. Oh, no, I, right? I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good correction. Good correction. But let's let's talk about this because I think this is a cool story. Kyle Trask, Saturday, last Saturday was his first start since his junior year of yeah. high school. Yeah. Nope. He, Wrong. Freshman year of high school. Freshman. freshman. You're right. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. It's been that long. Yeah, it's been that long. I just long. think it's a cool story that this is a kid that 
you know, he played behind Derek, is Derek Young, the kid that at Houston, um, right? He, oh Derek yeah, King. Derek Young, yeah, Derek King, yeah, King, King, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 could have obviously transferred. He had chances the last two years to move up to the starter position at Florida. Um, he's 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 really the the consummate non transfer portal kid, and hmm. I thought he looked really good. In that, certainly, Todd. Gosh, the first drive of the game, he looked so poised. Now, I don't know if you credit that to the offensive line. Just you know, once again, you all, you're the first person to always say the first drive is so scripted, right? Mm. But boy, did did he just get back in that pocket and look comfortable surveying the field? He hit multiple times throughout that game. His third or fourth option on, right. on passes, which is just different. Felipe was always like, "Oh my God, get to get to the second guy, get to the second guy," and 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 I. I thought they looked really good. What what do you think about the game overall? Tennessee's not a great team. Mm. So I I, I want to keep that in perspective. But what did you or Bill think about the game as far as what you saw on on your TV screen of how Florida played? So I'll jump in first, Bill, and then please come behind. Um, first of all, the whole does Florida need to be ranked ninth? Um, I'm huge pump the brakes guy. We have Auburn, LSU, and Georgia ahead of us in the next four <laughs> weeks. So that'll, that'll take care of itself, right? So um, don't even worry about that, right? Um, and as far as Trask, it's a testament for a guy who could have transferred. I mean, there's high school kids that have left who can't who can't uh, win a starting job. And he's stuck by, and he's stuck by Florida. So good for him, right? He's finally get, yes. getting a shot. He throws a good ball. He throws a really good ball. He seems to make um, good decisions. Um, he had two picks. One of them I thought wasn't his fault. Um one of them I thought was just a bad throw, but I tell you what, when Grimes bailed him out in the first possession, he underthrew him way. He, Grimes was yes. open, and he came back and caught the ball. I was like, "All right, his he—that's the mistake he made early on, and it—he it, was bailed out, and he settled in and made some great throws." Listen, Tennessee's not a good team, um, but Florida at home did what they had to, and then some. Thirty-four-three. I mean, that the, the score speaks for itself. What boggles my mind, and I'll pass it on to you, Bill, is. The dominance Florida's had over Tennessee in the last 33 years, Florida has a 27 and six advantage. Which, until you hear that um, for years, Sean, we remember in the 90s, it was the third game of the season and it d- decided the East pretty much because yeah. you assumed whoever won would um, win out or would not win lose two. They could lose one and own the tiebreaker against whoever you know won or lost. Yeah. So. Yeah, great, um, great traditional game, but uh, it's not the rivalry that it, it used to be. But still, a huge win. Yeah, you say it's not. You know, Tennessee's not a good team, but they still are an SEC team. Sure, they're still, yeah. you know, there's still there's still a um, a rivalry there. So for him to handle that as easily as he did, absolutely, I think that was that's impressive, especially for his first start ever. Like, yeah. I, I think all the kudos go to Trask, and I mean, P Ryan's he's really fun to watch. Well, Michael, um, yeah, 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 he's he's amazing. So. And I, and I yeah. love seeing his, his mom. They kept flashing up Trask's mom. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, probably like, I never thought I'd see this. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Look, I think it's really good that we're going to get Towson next week. Uh, I think you're going to see probably Mullen shrink the playbook just to get Trask and his offensive line into those plays that they're going to have to use against Auburn. A lot of Emory Jones next week, I imagine. A lot of Emory Jones, I would guess. But I think you're going to see a lot of run behind clock, that offensive yeah. line to try and figure out number one, how they can create some holes. Because I think, um, I thought Daniel Orlovsky, who was the play by play guy, 
with Bob Wischusen. He did a great mm-hmm. job of, you know, Michael Pirine multiple times. There was a hole and he just didn't trust it. And he, he, he bounced off somebody instead of cutting the hole. Um, he's, he's such a great runner. He's, he wears number 22. You know, he's, he's got that Emmett Smith, uh, balance. He's got a, he's got a, we, we need a better running game against a team like Auburn because if Auburn can just only rush three and drop eight, um, just that changes the game. Get through the game uninjured and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, to win yeah, and, for sure. and get out of there, right? All right, next game up on the docket. Uh, it was a big game as far as rankings, 11 versus 13. But, boy, Wisconsin just punched Michigan in the nose. And let's talk for a second, guys, about Michigan. I, I don't know if you want to talk more about Wisconsin looking good, 4-0, uh, 3-0, sorry, it's a, a bye week. Um, it, it looks to me pretty obvious that Wisconsin and Ohio State are going to be playing twice for the Big Ten Championship. Uh, but Michigan, holy smokes, um, they look just dreadful. Hmm. Defense yeah. bad, <laughs> offense bad. Not sure where you go on this, other than the head coach, right? Yeah, but, but yeah, my uh, my my take on Wisconsin is they they're always like in the hunt, right? But they're never going to win a national championship. <laughs> never. I don't care. You can't convince me they'll ever do it. Yeah, no, but they're always right there, and they might make the playoffs. I don't. And then they, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Jonathan yeah, Taylor, Harbaugh, amazing, right? Yeah. Harbaugh's in big trouble. He, there's just, you know, he, he's still got to play Ohio State again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Later listen, this year. Listen, he, listen oh Bill, but just, he has to play Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, the problem let, is – let, let alone Maryland, right, which I, I know Maryland's not, but Maryland has been top 25 this year. Um, yeah. They've got an offense. they got a big offense. So. So the, the problem is twofold. One is um, it's his fifth year. <clears throat> Right, so people expect results, yeah. but the the other bigger problem is who are you going to bring in that's going to make it better? Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. Urban Meyer's not going to Michigan, I would think, <laughs> but yeah, so it's I I, I kind of feel for Har, um, Harbaugh, even though people don't like him, and I have reasons not to like him, but um, it's a tough spot when you're with Ohio State, right? I mean, just yeah. Yeah, listen. They've only they've only if he lost goes ten one and game. two. It's a great win. It's a great. They've season. only lost one game. Yeah. So they they could once again they could run the table, beat Notre Dame, beat Ohio State, beat Iowa. Beat That's Michigan a different State, story beat, if they do that. State. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it it completely changes, and all of a sudden, like, oh, see, we told you they'd win the Big Ten. They had one bad game. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we'll we'll see. But if they can't come back now, they play Rutgers next week. Uh, so perfect timing Poor for Rutgers, Rutgers right? Poor Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another game that I thought was just fun to watch because it was kind of that that Big Twelve that was the number twelve Texas playing Oklahoma State. Ooh. Boy, a lot of people, a lot of people still love Texas with Sam Ellinger at quarterback. Uh, they went thirty six thirty. Still, to me, I don't see Texas as a as a college football playoff contender. I, yeah, um, I didn't see any of that game. Once again, you know, I, I guess let's reevaluate if they beat Oklahoma who is frankly just looking really good right now. Um, Texas wins, you know, that game. We talked about Pittsburgh. Anything on Texas, guys? Because I just – I think we've got more games to see by them. Isn't Texas kind of like Florida? Just they're in a good position now, but big games ahead. and You just have to wait and see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think they could be good, but they, they could also be – Nine and three, you know. Yeah, and they could beat Oklahoma and then lose to a, you know, lose to a Kansas or lose to a, you know, a Colorado or. or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Oregon wins. Uh, Bill, once again, they're they're kind of going to try and backdoor the Pac-12 into the conversation because they lost to a good Auburn team. Uh, they they beat Stanford, who Stanford yep. is just now one and three. Um, we talked about the UCLA Washington State game. Uh, Virginia, hey guys, guess what? Virginia's four zero heading yep. to heading heading to Notre Dame next week. Uh, boy, uh, Virginia wants to make a statement and say we're back in the conversation. Go beat Notre Dame. Win, win at South Bend. Yeah. Yeah. Win at South Bend. Yeah. Um, Washington wins big, Bill. Uh, they, they beat BYU. Uh, once again, BYU goes into Tennessee, wins, goes into USC and wins, and then loses at Washington. Washington's a pretty good team, though, right? I agree. No, I yeah. agree. Jacob Eason and, and you know, um, California wins 20-20. Kind of Talk about 4 did, did, did you see the way that game ended? Yes. Hmm. Bill, did you see it? So, no, so, no. So Ole Miss going in for the tying score, hmm. they're, they're third and goal – with I think like 14 or 15 seconds left. Yep. They throw Sounds a pass. Right. They throw a pass to the goal line. The guy catches it, but they don't rule that he's in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So they mark it down. Right? The, no the referee comes yeah. in, holds his hand up to show that he's at the one yard line. No timeouts left. No so he clock's can't ticking. Clock's mm-hmm. ticking. Can't spike the ball, obviously, because it's fourth down. Right. So the quarterback takes the ball and hands it off and they try and run it in and they get stuffed at the goal line. The question is, should the replay booth have reviewed the play? Because yeah. it legit was on the Close. goal line. Yes. So, so the answer is, and I think you'll agree with me, within two minutes or a minute, whatever you deem, if it's a questionable scoring possibility, you need to stop and review it, right? Yes. Well, I think now, the if they, were to, if they, they, they could stop. The, it's not inside two minutes. It's any time during the game. So they didn't they've... say touchdown. But the Pac-12 right. team upstairs didn't stop to review. I think that's the yeah. controversy. Well, the think co- about it. With 15 seconds left, think about this. Because normally when they review it, the, the play clock's ticked down to five seconds. They're getting ready to snap it or whatever. And then all of a sudden the whoa, referee whoa, whoa, comes yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, so they didn't have time. I mean, that, that, that's, it's a tough, that's a tough call to make on somebody when the play ended. There were seven seconds left. And so while they're all rushing around, these guys are trying to get a replay to see if they should stop it. You, you know, and because because I don't think they stop it based on what they see live, they're quickly watching a replay on every close play, and that's when they blow the whistle or they buzz the guy and tell him to. Hold so on. my humble opinion, yeah. it was close enough; it should have been reviewed, right? And I agree with you. There's got it's got to be maybe you wait till they almost snap and then say, okay, if if we're wrong, you have it with two seconds left, and then we run the clock. Right. I don't. You can work out, work out the details. What Ole Miss fans don't want to contend with is that would have made it 28 26 they still would have had to hit a two-point conversion just to just to send it to overtime just uh, yeah i agree not the most brutal loss i've seen but it's unfortunate that we have replay and and uh we can't figure stuff figure stuff like that out right yeah i agree two more games and then we'll we'll talk about next week uh bill your arizona state sun devils whoo they lose one to colorado yeah um you know, and, just, and Colorado's team was getting decimated in that game. Injuries to two of their top players mm-hmm. in the first quarter, and everybody just rallied. And um, they're, you know, Tony Brown, I think, it was a receiver for the Buffs that cut three touchdowns. It was, it was ugly. And that's, you know, once again, when you're, um, when you're, when you're, when your life has been this your whole life, it's like you just don't <laughs> even worry about it anymore. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> <You're just laughs> no team I've ever rooted for has ever won anything. You're just used so to I it. am the cooler. Except for yeah. Team it's, Cindy's it's, one, so that's good. It's just inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, guys, last game in the top 25, oh, yeah. uh, SMU beats TCU. Not a, not a huge game, but wow. hey, guess what? SMU's 4-0. 
And that's a that's a that's a big game right there. That's a that's you know teams from Texas playing against each other. Yeah. And so we got to we got to look ahead to next week. And and so I guess Todd, let's go to you. What what what's the game on the week next week that you are looking at? Wow, this is the big one. You are. That I want to make sure he's on my spot. I should I should be better prepared. While I'm uh, thinking, and I'll throw it over to you, Bill, before I go. Um, Appalachian State beat UNC. That's my upset of this this last week. That I thought that was that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah let me um, let me look end, real right? quick, Sean. Go ahead if you got one. Well, so um, first of all, I'm looking at the spread. No, Friday, next week. Friday night. Friday night's one that you're going to have your eye on, right? Arizona <laughs> State at Cal. <laughs> yeah, and that's that'll be fun, right? You never know. Arizona State can come back and upset someone else this season. But I think mm-hmm. you already talked about it. It's Virginia Notre Dame. Um, that'll be fun. And, and I, but, but I'm looking at these spreads. This is one spreads thing about college crazy. football. That's not the coolest, right? Throughout all, oh, it's averaging a 20 point spread in the top 25. Uh, if you have a total them all up and divide it by 25, it's going to be about a 20 point average spread. So wow. that makes it tough. You know, when the, the, this, this gonna, part of the season has to happen, I'm going to go out but West. I, Sean, worth it I'm, at the I'm end. sure you're going to stick at home. Maybe so. not, but I'm going to go out West, uh, USC going to Washington. That's a, uh, Two top twenty-five teams, um, both yeah. needing to win uh, to to keep legit uh, in their season. So, yeah, and and Todd, some some I think that doesn't get a lot of uh, thought. But when a cow comes to Mississippi last week, plays a eleven o'clock local it, time, yeah, which is yeah, nine o'clock yeah. cow time. That game that that yeah. game's a twelve thirty kickoff out west, twelve thirty in in Seattle. Uh, so, Bill, as you know, those people get mm-hmm. to get their boats pulled up to the stadium there in Seattle and yep. and, get, and get ready to roll. Um, you like that's a big one. Um, you like Ohio State. Nebraska, how about you, Bill? What, what, uh, Sean, what other games? Well, Ohio State, Nebraska. Look, that's where game day is going to be at. Uh, Scott Frost has yet to do anything amazing with Nebraska, but they got a. I'm telling you guys, you you all you all know I'm not a huge Buckeye fan, but I'm a big Buckeye follower. This is a really, really good Buckeye yeah. team. I think Ryan Day is saying and doing all the right things. They are unbelievable on offense, and their defense is I, – I think they I beat agree. Nebraska by yep. 20. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they beat Nebraska by 20, and it's not even close. I think it's a, I think it's a blowout. Um, I think I think you know maybe that first quarter is, is, is exciting, but I, I just think Ohio State – too good on both sides of the ball. Bill, any games well, jump out to you Virginia, as, as your game of the week that you're not yeah. going to miss? Yeah, Virginia Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. for me, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Okay, so. you said that, and then obviously, uh, you know, we we see the uh, um, Washington State Utah once again could be a the, both those teams coming off losses. Yeah. Uh, look c- clearly, look Washington State Utah that game right there at ten o'clock, Pac twelve after oh. dark. Um, might be a yeah, could shootout. Get, that could get out of hand. But, yeah. but but the loser of that game, once again, over, over under has not been complete. listed on that one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> no, no lying. Uh, I'll go back to you, Sean. Thompson. I'll let you close it up. But the <laughs> over under for the UCLA Washington State game was 58, and both teams scored in the 60s. So, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll end it with that. So, God. The no, over under could have been no one twenty yep. and would have gone over. That's yep. crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's so the wrap rest it up. of the week, Todd, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, in, in, on Thursday, I'm going to Birmingham, Alabama, and doing an account review with my boss. Um, so it's gonna be a long day. It's it's just far enough um, that it's a pain to drive, but too short to uh, 
to really uh, make it more than a more than a day trip. So looking forward to that. Um, I always I said it before on the show. I, I go in dragging my feet, but you end up coming out with some uh, different perspective, uh, different points of view, different insights, stuff that you don't necessarily think about because we're all trapped in our own head and we need other people, uh, their insight and what they do. And I'm also challenging myself, Sean. I thought about you today. Um, and Bill, you know this, Sean's, his big three are, are what? Build relationships, solve problems and have fun, right? And, and I think one and three are very mm-hmm. easy to me, right? And two is easy 75% of the time. But what I've learned about myself, and I had some some growth, is when it's at 25% of the time, I, I tend to, to push it away, right? So lately, um, I'm attacking the difficult solved problems. And boy, does it make your life easy. Because um, instead of it hanging around and you have this mm-hmm. little stress cloud over your head, and if you attack it and, and attack the, the, the tough stuff first, um, it kind of clears up and makes you feel good that you solved a difficult problem and and you can move on to to better things. So, um, thought about you today. It's, it's your it's your slogan catchphrase. Um, and uh, ah, I appreciate yeah. that, man. Hey, listen, listen, Todd. I, I will argue if you fail solving a problem versus mm-hmm. not even trying to solve a problem, you got better, farther advanced. Yeah, my, and my issue is my problem is going away. But sometimes when it's a tough nut, you tend to just say, you know what, I'm going to deal with it later, and I'm learning about myself. No, no, no. Bring on the tough stuff. <laughs> the easy stuff, will, 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 it's easy to check that box or cross it out. Sean, you talk about it. Do you check it or do you cross it out? That's the easy, fun stuff. Well, you solve a really tough problem and help someone out, the dividends pay pay off incredibly. So had a little growth this week. I want to share it with you guys. Yeah. So yep. anyway, I appreciate you asking. Thank you. Awesome. Nice. Good job, Todd. Bill. Real Estate Sessions. I, hey. I heard you had an amazing guest on this week. It, it's the best guest ever this uh, this week. You know, uh, of my 206 episodes, nice. it's my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was actually, we're calling it a co-presentation, but it really right. is Sean's presentation. Me kind of uh, moderating, guide, it, yeah. guiding and moderating and, and letting him do his thing. And it was a ton of fun. And uh, so it's, getting that, some, that, it's, it's, it's getting some good love on social. Yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. It's got, yeah. So that released today. And uh, that's great. I'm interviewing Eddie Berenbaum tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, what a great for, guy. Yeah, yeah. for two weeks out. Um, next week is going to be a, a cool guy named Alex Gustafson that I met at Inman. Mm. He has a company called CoAware. So not, a, a nice, cool, young startup. Um, yeah, and, I, and then I, I'm going to be teaching some stuff at the Greater Tampa Realtors on Thursday. I'm doing four sessions back-to-back, back-to-back, wow. afternoon and morning. But they're all... I'm repeating two of them, right? RPR and Remind. So very techy stuff. Um, but stuff then, you love to talk about, yeah. I do, yeah. I, you know, I turn it all into relationships. Uh, I don't care what I'm talking about. You know, I, the, the phrase I use all the time is, if, if you're going to show me a piece of technology and I can't tie Ooh. it to a relationship, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just don't care, right? Love it. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, the other piece, uh, Friday, a, big, a little uh, member like triple guest event, if that makes sense. But we're with Joe uh, Carney over at Carol Wood, where he's Ooh, a member. Nice. We're, so me and Anthony and Rick, and you know all those guys, Sean. Yeah. We're all gonna play with. Uh, we're gonna play with Joe, and he he's we're partnered with him every six holes, and it's some kind of a calculated thing. And nice. So that's Friday. Yeah. I'm taking a day off. It's That'd be fun. be fun. Good for you. Yeah. Good. Good cool. for you, guys. Tomorrow, I had a great session uh, with our coal banker Weir Manual folks in Detroit yesterday. Tomorrow I had to to South Bend, Indiana, built to be part, part of the Part Dew, right? South Bend, Part Dew. Part Camp there. Nice. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, South yeah. Bend Part 2, I'll be there. And then head back to Columbus, uh, listening presentation with some former clients, and then uh, get ready for get ready for the week ahead where I teach my certified real estate mentor program in Columbus. So, so you promote that today. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk on Sunday, hopefully, guys, uh, and catch up. But uh, a long, long day. It's Tuesday night. Uh, Bill, I know you got to post this for tomorrow, but uh, always good chatting with you guys. So on behalf of Todd and Bill and Shay, our, our good buddy out in the West, he's unable to be with us tonight. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.